Hey, it's TJ McIntyre. And Ashley. And welcome to Mac and the Millennial. You see, basically, it's Generation X versus Millennial. What does that mean to you? That means things are different because we are two different generations. So it's fun to talk about living life and country music, my friends. And today, we're all about country artists. And first, we need to address something pretty serious. Right. Morgan Wallen. Breaks my heart a little. Uh, I know Morgan Wallen. He's always been a very sweet, sweet boy. <laughs> boy, he's 20-something, but to me, that's a boy. Hey, Generation <laughs> X right here, that's a boy. You're a kid, too. Um, and he's always been polite and respectful. And, uh, yeah, he made a horrible, horrible mistake from your generation of mine. If this would have happened back before cell phones and cameras and everything live and streaming, right. it would have never been brought to light, which is not necessarily good because he's going to learn a really big lesson and hopefully educate himself on why he shouldn't oh. use racial slurs. Right. For those of you who don't know, his neighbor. <laughs> Hello, neighbor. I <laughs> wonder if they're going to have like a barbecue. I don't think so. Next weekend. Uh, filmed him uh, talking to his buddy and using a racial slur. Now, a word that is not supposed to be used ever. Yeah. Of course. Uh, it's a word I don't use. Oh, gosh. Never. Yeah. Never even in you were probably, my limelight. You were probably taught that from being very little. That's just not a word you use. I really didn't even know that word existed until I got older. And Oh, goodness. Yeah. Well, good for you. I'm glad to hear that. And, you know, TMZ went live with it. This is his third incident of doing something inappropriate. He's a young kid. He's making really bad choices. So hopefully this will help him learn and grow and move forward and hopefully get his career back because he's been he's been hit hard he's been punished hard by this radio yeah. stations i mean like pretty much all of them across the nation are putting his songs in timeout yep uh, he's no longer eligible to win an acm or even be part of the acms his, and that's so sad because that new album is amazing but i understand he's gotta learn i understand record label suspended him yeah. Um, and he's going to have to take a hard look in the mirror and figure out, you know, who he is, what he wants to be, and uh, yeah, how he can make it right. I think he can. I think he can. I just made up some weird word there, but being a podcast, <laughs> I'll rewind. <sighs> he can make it right if he chooses to. Yeah. This is the second controversy I've been on the radio and been a part of. The first one was Dixie Chicks. Uh, Natalie Maines chose not to make it right. Or even do anything to make everyone calm, explain herself, whatever. It's up to you, Morgan Wallen. But the bottom line is, today, your generation has phones on everything. Oh, yeah. You are filming everything. My coffee in the morning, to my lunch, to anything and everything. Things I don't even understand. Right. I see pictures sometimes and I'm like, what? What, what do we need this for? <laughs> I, on the other hand, have to ask her to help me with all social platforms. So anything an artist does right now, there's a good chance somebody's going to film it. Somebody's going to post it. Somebody's going to make money off of it. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know if this neighbor made money off giving TMZ Morgan's, like, right. really horrific incident. But it, it, it causes them to be so careful. So when we go behind the scenes and we get to meet artists, and that's part of our job. It is an amazing part of our job mm -hmm. that we get to know artists uh, on the ground level, like when they first come out, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Just so you guys understand how it works. They bring new artists to the station. We meet them. We hear some of their music. And we establish a core relationship with the artists. Now, sometimes these artists, including Morgan Wallen, including artists like Kenny Chesney, Tim McGraw, all of them, they become your, you know, show friends is what they're called. Right. And then you have relationships with them throughout, you know, 
your career, their career, the whole thing, which is really super cool. Um, so that's really, really important. I just lost my train of thought. Where was I going? Well, I'll ask you a question because I think I know where you're going. Thank you. I need your help right now because, <laughs> hey, I had a brain injury at the end of October, and sometimes I forget things, like, really, really quickly. I'm not using it as excuse. You know it's true. Yeah. No. So, like, from the Kenny Chesney days when he started, how are the radio tours and how them getting into the radio different from then to now? Uh, right now, we're doing it all on Zoom. In okay. fact, I have one tomorrow with a new artist named Caitlin Smith, and she has a single out with Old Dominion. It's called I Can't. We're actually playing it because we play all the new stuff. Right. What, what? What, what? We know what's <laughs> up. We like new music. We cannot lie. Okay, that was one of my Generation X references. That's another song. Um, so they're doing it on Zoom. In a perfect world, a COVID-free world, which we hope that will happen again very soon, they'll come to the radio station mm-hmm. and they perform on our little stage. Right now, it's all completely done over Zooms. Yeah. They perform for you over Zoom. The sound quality is good. You meet them over Zoom. I mean, that's what it's been for the last year. Yeah. It's Zoom, 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 Zoom. But even before COVID... Is it any different from like the '90s or no? Um, not real. Now, th- really, here's the difference. The difference is, is let's say Blake Shelton, who very much came to our radio station in the beginning. Yeah. With he called it the mullet, but I'm telling you right now, he had his hair tucked behind his ears and a hat on. It was all really one length. It wasn't really cut over his ears, but it looked like a mullet. Uh-huh. Did I just give up a secret? I think I did. It wasn't really a mullet. He says it was. <laughs> He's going to be kind of mad if he ever hears that. <laughs> uh, he's always kind of mad at me because he's got a big mouth. And I always I always like um, tease him about being too Hollywood now. Mm. Oh, he doesn't like that. He does not like being called Hollywood because he's still that Oklahoma guy. Yeah. That is so wonderful and kind. And uh, he's just marrying a huge, you know, pop star from California. But hey, those two work. Believe it or not. I'm just saying. They work. So Blake comes to our radio tour. He does the same. The, the, the premise is the same. They come in, they sing a few songs for you live, you get to know them. They'll perform for your staff, you can bring listeners in, sometimes we used to do that, Studio Q, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, that's it. The difference from then till now is then, we go out to a restaurant in public, and we we would goof off, we would have a few cocktails, we'd hang out with them, and even when they would come back, we we continued to do that. We'd go out. Uh, Blake, at Power and Light, went up to a VIP after PBR, after his show. We all got till 2 in the morning. Oh, wow. Yeah. He, um, you know, he, he was just very open. Brett Eldridge was the same way. Now they can't do that. Yeah. You tell me why. Cell phones and social media. <laughs> because if you catch an artist out partying. True. And, I mean, they drink like everyone else. I think Morgan Wallen's proof of that. Maybe he should slow down a little bit on that. Yeah. Every incident he's been a part of has involved that. And I'm not judging. No. I'm just saying, but yeah. be mindful. Yeah. You you are a public figure now. It's important. We're mindful of it, and we're just local on yeah. the radio. So people just like, you'll see phones, and they'll start, and they'll start taping the artist. And then it gets all over, and it gets drawn out of proportion. And so nobody gets to do that anymore. It took all the fun out of really getting to know an artist. Uh, Kenny Chesney and I, we used to run around when he first came out. He was even opening for Alabama and opening and already had a couple hits. We would run around this city oh, wow. after his concerts. Oh, wow. We would go over to his buddy Rick Sutcliffe's house and, and we would go out to a club like 
there was a cactus moon back in the day, which was super fun. Mm-hmm. You have no idea what that is, do you? <laughs> no. <laughs> have you ever heard of the Independent Center? Yeah. Okay, there used to be a giant country bar in the Independent Center. In the mall? Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. Uh-huh. It was huge. It was like Whiskey Tango huge. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. And it was, or Mo Country, but you know. Yeah. It um, had a huge dance floor just like that, and we used to do our, our birthday bashes and our uh, everything there. Wow. Yeah. Back in the day when Toby Keith was our headliner for the old birthday bash. Joe Diffie, God rest his oh, soul, yeah. was a headliner. Lone Star. I mean, every big act played there. So, um, yeah. We wow. used to run around and go to these clubs and nobody cared. They were just excited and, and the artists would say hi to everybody and buy them a shot. But nobody taped them. Yeah. Wow. It's all different now. That's sad. It is sad. <laughs> it's sad for the people. And I get it. Oh my gosh, Kenny Chesney's at this bar. Right. Yeah. Let's get a video. I mean, totally, if that happened now, I would totally probably do the same thing. That's the difference That's, between Generation X and yeah. millennials right there. You just, boy, you just hit that nail right on the head, sister. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it is, but that's the difference. Yeah. And meet and greets, you know, we're lucky enough to say hi to artists before shows, right? Right. Um, in the old days. <laughs> and back in my day, Missy. Back in the day. Back in my day, Missy. I even had have that written in the notes. Back in the day. Shut up. <laughs> Why do I always have to feel so old around? My best friend is 26. What is my problem? Oh, I know what my problem is. I am not mature in any way, shape, or form. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. Meet and greets used to be, you bring your own camera, you do whatever, you know, you kind of hang out in a room and, and everybody can like, you know, take a picture with their, I mean, old school cameras, yeah. like the digital one. Remember we used to have digital? You don't. Did you ever have a digital camera? I remember the- No, like just a camera, not your phone. No, no. I, I was even going to go back further. I remember having one of those cameras. I don't even know what you call them, but you had to go like take them to get developed. <gasps> you did not. Yes, I did. Was it a disposable one? That's what they're called. Uh, <laughs> disposable cameras. Did you ever have a... Yeah, Polaroids actually are coming back. But anyway, now they're so strict. You don't see the artist until they walk into the room. They take the photos for you. They send you to a website yeah. and you get your photo. Yeah. That's the difference. That's the difference for a little bit of the behind the scenes stuff. Um, and It's important for uh, country artists and country listeners to really feel like they know, you know, the person they're listening to and they get that and the artists want you they want to be as connected to their fans as possible of it's course. just so hard when there's somebody that's going to want to make a buck off exposing something yeah you know and not everyone is innocently going to just video something and you know what drives me nuts i know this is off topic but you know me i'm add hello my <laughs> name is tj i'm gonna stand up <laughs> hi my name is tj and i'm add Okay, I feel better. Okay. Uh, no, I already forgot what I was going to talk about. Um, drives me crazy is we're at concerts. This is the difference between your generation oh, and mine. Oh, I know what you're going to say. Well, what am I going to say? It drives you crazy that people will film the entire concert without even watching it with their eyeballs. Exactly. Yeah. How do you experience the music if you're taping it? Yeah. Um, I don't get it. I will take a picture, an action photo. Because I think that's cool. We could post it and show people, especially listeners of the radio station, you know, look at this. It's cool. Yeah. But people who sit there and tape the whole thing. Yeah. Why? Right. Why? Email me. TJ at Q104KC.com and tell me why you do it. Or you can email Ashley. It's Ashley at Q104KC.com. No, I'm not fancy enough to have one of those. <laughs> well, here's your, here's your one chance fancy. We'll get your email. 
You don't, oh. I know. Do I need to work on that for you? Probably. Uh, the, the downside of all of it is you don't get to connect with the artist as much as you used to. Yeah. Not only us, but you and people that listen. And that's a beautiful thing about country music is that most of the artists are real people who are from little towns. Yeah. Uh, Blake, Oklahoma still has a ranch there. You know, uh, Georgia. Oklahoma is a big one for country artists. Oh, yeah. I think it's in the water. Georgia and Oklahoma. Yeah. Now, who's from Georgia? Luke Bryan. Kane Brown. I, Jason Aldean. Jason Aldean. Georgia Bulldogs, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's a bulldog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't believe I just knew that. I can't either. Because I'm I'm pretty much just an NFL girl. Yeah. Uh, wow. I'm, I'm a little impressed with me right that now. Is uh, that's because I like the dogs. I think it's because I like dogs, uh, bulldogs especially. Okay. Gotcha. So you don't get to connect. And um, I've been really, really lucky. And I think you had a few. Did you have some things you wanted to ask me? Well, so going back to the meet and greets, like I want to know like your favorite meet and greet now to the 90s because I want to know about the Reba meet and greet Okay. back in the day. Okay. I will give you the 411 for the Reba meet and greet, and then I'll give you kind of a, a synopsis of what happens today. Yeah. All right. Reba's a little bit of a different animal because she's brilliant, and so is Garth Brooks. She knows making a one-on-one connection with radio is a positive, and she genuinely enjoys it. She's genuinely a nice person. Yeah. So I'll tell you, you're going to be so jelly because <laughs> she loves Reba. So Reba was playing, at, it was called Then Sandstone, which, you oh, know, yeah. where Yala is. Um with John Michael Montgomery. Oh, I'm wow. going back. I'm going back, kitties. <laughs> All right. She had a limo pick us up. Right? Wow. At the radio station. They drove us to a hotel near the venue. Had a big conference room. She served us dinner. Wow. She herself served us key lamb pie. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> she said, yeah, some key lamb pie. I'm like, well, anything you want to give me, Reba, I'm going to take. <laughs> Right, I'm not gonna tell you no. Yeah, and then she would she would talk to everyone individually, right? Yeah, and then that limo would take you to the concert where she had a room set up to where if you needed you know refreshments or any extra food, you had a special pass where you go back there the whole time. Wow! And she would always say to me, and she still would today, because our names are spelled exactly the same, our last names, and it's very rare that McIntyre is spelled E N T I R E, which is always completely. Flabber, it's flabbergasting to me because it's how you spell the word. Right. Entire. Right. Why is it so hard? <laughs> I don't know. And I'll tell people, spell it like the word entire. And they still go, could you repeat that? E-N-T-I-R-E. <laughs> so when they say TJ McIntyre, she'd always go, well, hey, girl, we can. <laughs> oh, my gosh. She'd always say, we can. And then she would tell her then husband at the time, Narvel, yeah. Narvel, give me a whiskey. Oh my, really? Reba likes the whiskey. Huh. She sips on it. She's not like a, she's yeah, by no would, means a heavy that, drinker, though. but she sips on some whiskey. That's our girl. Hmm. We like her. Uh, she's kind. She's polite to everyone. Yeah. I don't think you'll find anyone that dislikes Reba. Uh, Garth is the same way. You just didn't go stand in a line and get an autograph. You would go into his dressing room. He would get on the floor on his knees and just like talk to you, look you in the eye if you were sitting down and say, hey, what can I get for you? Um, here, I've got some fresh baked chocolate cookies. Do you want oh a gosh. beer? Uh, tell me about you. What's going on with you? Never once have I ever been around Garth Brooks where he hasn't asked me about me first. Yeah. Wow. I know. That's crazy. So... The difference back then is that, you know, all that stuff. There were no cameras, though. You couldn't take pictures of that. Yeah. So meet and greets now. 
pretty much standard. Um, they're, they get in line and say hi to the artist very quickly, get your photo taken, you know, which is still amazing because you get to meet them. Yeah. They're escorted in. For for radio, behind the scenes, so this is what I call behind the scenes stuff because I know you guys aren't familiar with this because I don't talk about it on the air. I don't want to say, hey, look what I get to do. Of course. Because I'm a little girl from Independence who has a really cool job. I do never, and I never have, and you could you could back me up with this, taking that for granted. Of I course. am no more important than anyone else. I just have one of those jobs that's kind of cool. Yeah. And I love music and the passion is there. Now, radio, when you go, they set up rooms backstage at like T-Mobile Arena or wherever, Sandstone, wherever, Verizon, wherever you're, you're going. Right. Um, and they're called radio rooms. And they have, you know, food set up, put a whole spread, beverages set up. They've got the rooms all decorated. And then the artist comes in and actually hangs out with you for a while. And then they go do their show, and that's it. That's it. Hmm. And you can go back to that room. Kind of Reba kind of started this, I think, because you can go back to that room if you need something. Yeah. And it's not deep in the backstage area. It's in, like, the surface. You have to get past. You, there's a place you go. It's special. So it's still pretty neat. You've been in those. Don't act like you haven't. Well, I know, but still. She has gotten to go, guys, because, uh, number one, she's my bestie, and I always have a plus one. Now I'm in a, in a relationship. She's going to be like, oh, what's going to happen? Luckily, I've met pretty much everybody I wanted to, so. Okay. <laughs> you'll still get to. You'll still get to. All right, so there you go. Did I answer your question? Yeah, I just wanted to know the difference between back then and then now. How, if uh, it was. Well, you could take but, your own photos back then. Yeah. And, you know, do a lot more stuff. Mm-hmm. You could go to a lot more things backstage, and, and the artist would be milling about, and it would be, like, not a big deal. Yeah. Now everybody has to be out of sight until it's time because of what I just said. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> so there you go. She's looking. This is dead air. Hello. What? What else? What? 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 What are you doing? I'm reading the questions I have for you. Oh, okay. This is what we do all the time. We bicker back and forth like we're sisters because we kind of are. We are sisters from another mister. That's for sure. Um, I'm her aunt. I'm her sister. I'm her best friend. I'm sometimes her mother. It's all those things. Sometimes her mentor. If anyone can believe that. Oh my gosh. Oh, well, I didn't say I mentored her to do the right things, but anyway, go ahead. Well, I don't know if we've covered this one. It says, I know you've done a lot of cool things with behind the scenes, but for your cell phones and social media, what's the coolest? Okay. I will tell you three things behind the scenes with artists that I can think of that just pop into my head. And, you know, ironically, nobody in this safe space videos any of this stuff or, you know, we take a few photos, but, you know, they're organized and you can take them on your own phones. But, well, okay. Something I don't talk about that is very special to me is Kenny Chesney, for example, you know, is a good friend of mine. Right. Um, I've known him since he started out and I started out. We, we kind of started in the business at the same time. So we have a connection and a bond, a friendship that's lasted all these years. Um, he is somebody who's very appreciative and loyal to people who are the same to him. So that that's us. And... When he comes and does Arrowhead shows, the Friday night before the Arrowhead shows, he invites the people that that he is loyal to and, and he considers friends. And, you know, they may be from radio. They may be, you know, just anyone. But it's a very close-knit, maybe 15 people. Yeah. And we go to, like, the press box way up high on Arrowhead. And you can look out. Everything's glass. You could look out the windows and all you see is the empty stadium. And he caters dinner for us. Oh, wow. And we go in a big, giant round table and we all sit together and he caters i'm not even gonna lie capital grill which by the way yum and we sit there and we laugh and we reminisce and we talk about all the things we've done over the years and we catch up and we get to to know each other all over again and it's really special because not everybody does that 
that's pretty cool. But I don't, like I said, I digress. I, I don't talk about that stuff because I don't want to ever be that person that says, oh, guess what I did. Right. No. Um, I'm just grateful that he considers me a friend and that he wants to spend time and I consider him the same. Because when it comes right down to it, artists are just normal people and they're going to make mistakes, i.e., okay, Morgan Wallen, you made a giant one. Right. But a lot of people, everyone's going to make a mistake. It's just too easy to get <clears throat> video doing it these days. Yeah. Another one is, you know, I've been longtime friends with John Rich of yes. Big and Rich. Uh, we've been buddies since he was in Lone Star. A lot of you may not even know he was in Lone Star, but he was. And he left Lone Star and then, of course, did a solo and then Big and Rich came. And we've been friends all through those years. When he was out of Lone Star, didn't have a record contract... I would go when I would go to Nashville for a radio seminar or whatever. I would call him and I would get him into parties so he could eat free food. What? Because he he was a starving artist. Oh, gotcha. What what did you think that meant? Nothing. You feed your you feed your friends if they ain't got no money. Do you not know this? How yes, many dinners do I How many dinners do I make for you? How many how many times have I made you anything you want? I got you. Yeah. Uh, you're going to get Chipotle hummus on Sunday for our big game party. So just, I know that's one of your favorites. Yeah. Barbecue meatballs. <gasps> the poppers. You love those too. Oh, you're getting sidetracked now. Yeah. Okay. I, food. We'll do a whole podcast on food someday. Uh, so John and I always been friends. He's always reached out to me. If I, we always, I, he has done some really cool things. He's invited me to, when he had a, a club in, in Nashville, I went to his club on New Year's Eve. I remember kissing Dirk's Bentley at midnight. Oh, wow. It was a very, very simple peck and nobody was married. It was very, <laughs> it was very early in Dirk's and he was so cute. And it was just like, <sighs> I didn't know that. Yeah. I was with my boyfriend at the time. I didn't care. Dirk's Bentley wants to give you a peck at midnight. You kiss him. <laughs> Wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hello. <laughs> the dumb question. And Gretchen Wilson was there, who I've always been buds with, too. People are scared of her, but you just got to get to know her. She's rough because she grew up rough, but inside, she's a very caring, giving chick. Yeah. Could she kick your ass? Absolutely. Oh, for sure. But she's cool. And then when he was on Celebrity Apprentice with our uh, uh, former president, Donald Trump, who, of course, wasn't president, just still blows my mind. He was like, I want you to come up to the finale. They flew us up to New York. That's crazy I cool. attended the Apprentice finale that John won that season. Yeah. Went to an after party where I met all of the people from there. I, I didn't actually speak to uh, Trump, but I did get to see him, oh, you know, wow. from a distance. Mm -hmm. Looks just like you thought he would. But I got to meet little John and Dee Snyder from Twisted Sister. Do you know what Twisted Sister is? Mm, isn't that a TV show? No. Okay, maybe not. It is an '80s hair band. Oh, he's the lead singer. <laughs> that was a TV show. <laughs> do you see what I deal with here, people? I mean, do you get where I'm going here? Oh. So I was able to sit on the balcony, watch that, and stay in a hotel that I could never afford on my own. Yeah, where the the bed was so comfortable that you just like sank into it, and instead of a, a do-it-yourself coffee machine, it had espresso machines, which of course I didn't know how to use. Hello, did I tell you I'm from Independence? You walk into your room and it says "Welcome, T.J. McIntyre" oh, on like fancy. the TV screen. It was like it was fancier than I ever have been, because you know this girl ain't fancy. So those are a few of the three, the few of the things. Oh, one time Chris Lane, 
um, a newer artist. We uh, we finished zone. He goes, come back to the bus. A lot of people were going on the bus. And we had a disco party. Cool. What? Like revolving disco ball, flashing lights. We were dancing to 70s music. Best time ever. <laughs> Nobody took their cell phones out. Oh, that's good. Well, it was just... It's just, it was just there. Yeah. But there you go. Huh. Did I answer your question? Yeah. Did I? Yeah. Stuff. I am lucky. I'll never take that for granted. And because my personality is so, uh, you know. Yeah. You know, I think, I think that I'm able to get along easily with artists because I'm just a goof that makes people laugh. You know, it's just like, hey, let's, let's bring on that short mouthy girl. I mean, she's, she's entertainment. Who? Yeah. She's cheap entertainment. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's always been, I mean, even Taylor Swift. Uh, when she was 15, when we started, you know, playing her, her records, Tim McGraw was her first one that this is why Taylor is also a superstar. She's 15, all skinny and gangly and tall. And she's grown into herself and she's a beautiful woman, but you know, back when she was 15, you know, this tall, skinny girl who sang and she's long curly. Oh, we took her to Tim McGraw to do like, um, a little acoustic set before and was at Kemper arena. And people, nobody came and watched her. And she sang for like five people. And she had never met Tim McGraw, who she wrote the song about. And she was, she just didn't want to meet him. She was too, she was too shy. And it was too much for her. And she's like, if this song ever gets played, she was out of respect. She was just like, he's not going to know I am. And I don't want him to feel awkward and feel like he has to be nice to me because I wrote a song. I mean, it was all about his feelings, not hers. Yeah. She would play charity events for us acoustically. She played uh, when Jared Allen p- played for the Chiefs, you know, he was a big, huge Q supporter and went and did everything with us. Boy, when I had a microphone in my hand, he would take it. You uh-huh. know, it was like, but who who cares? Chiefs player wants to talk, you go. Come on, Patrick. I was saying, come, come on, Patrick. Patrick. You want the microphone? <laughs> you it's can have all it yours. Anytime, buddy. Oh. <laughs> so she would come and play, you know, his Halloween party. And no. and she she will always take special care of radio. And friends, uh, her, what she considered her friends in radio, with special rooms and beautiful scenarios and special seating. And she will actually look at you. I remember her playing once and she had sold out the arena and we were right in front of her and she had looked down and she, and she had stopped singing and she mouthed to me, can you believe this, TJ? Oh, it was wow. like she was always so grateful. Aww. And then she would send you a handwritten thank you note. And you've seen them. I have them. Yeah. Most of them. I've. I should have kept them all, but they would be like with all of her little sweet little designs and her little creative like hearts and flowers. And she'd be like, it was so good to see you. I'm so glad that you took the time out to come and watch my show. I mean, that's who she is. Wow. That's super sweet. So there you go. I don't know that I've ever talked about that. No. Um, but that's something that's super cool. Yeah. And that's, that's why I love country music. And, and the reason, um, you know, I continue to stay in country music and at this station, uh, number one, this is my station, my heritage. I will never leave Q unless they force me to. Yeah. Um, I started when we started. I will end when they tell me to. Period. Which I hope isn't for a long time. Oh, so any powers sad. any powers of be that listening, uh, please. Uh, it's my, you know, I feel like I, I'm part of this station and part of the things we've always done. Can I make break, one comment to that? Break break new music, yes. Um, I think you are Q104, so if you ever do leave that... Oh. <laughs> Number one, I am not worthy of that compliment, and I appreciate it so much. That's so. Oh, now you made me cry like a girl. Thank you. I don't. I don't think that's true. I think we're all part of Q, but I have been here the longest. <laughs> I am the OC. <laughs> I will give you that. Yeah. Uh, I'm the OG. What is it? It's the OG. The OG. Yeah. What did I call myself? 
the OC. That would be the old Cal instead of the old gal. Oh my gosh, no. What is what does OG stand for? You're the millennial. Uh original original girl. Girl? I don't think it is, but we'll go okay, with that. Okay, it works for us. <laughs> yeah. Original gang? Original. Uh, you're only one person though. Oh, well, the voices in my head plead otherwise. We're just going with the original gal. I'm, I'm, I'm the original gal. So that's basically, you know, a little bit of music behind the scenes. And if there's anything you guys ever want to know that are listening, once Ashley and I thank you so much for listening. Of course. Um, you know, email us. Yeah. Email us a question or slide into our DMs. Always. TJQ104. Ashley Q104. That's right. Slide on in. I slid on into uh, TJ Osborne's DMs yesterday Aww. because um, he publicly came out as a proud gay man. Yes. Brothers Osborne. He always has been gay. It's just something that, uh, you know, he was afraid that the community wouldn't embrace. I think we're different now. I think the world's different now. Uh, he is who he is. And I slid in and said, congratulations for just telling your truth. So remember to be kind. That artists, no matter what, if you happen to come upon one, they're just people. Yeah. They have private lives and they have, you know, they have a need to to heal you with music, but they also need a private life too, as much as they can. Yeah. Um, you know, that's why Nashville is such a safe place for a lot of people to live. Nobody really bugs people in Nashville, you know. You, you're down on the street and you're just used to seeing them. So, yeah, there's not like, really any hey, what up? like Darius Rucker. Yeah. Going into an IHOP before he went golfing for his son, noticed all the families sitting there eating pancakes, decided to pay for their entire breakfast. Yeah. The whole restaurant. And gave every member of the waitstaff a huge tip. Aww. Hello, Hootie. You the man. <laughs> yeah. All right, we got to wrap this up. But uh, anything you ever want to know, ask yeah. us. Generation X, millennial. I don't I, I don't know how we can't cover that unless I forgot something, which I, I do a lot these days. It's all good. Mac and the millennial. Mac and the millennial. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Woo. Y'all behave.